Hello, welcome back to Pod Save Africa. It's your host, Akande Adirele, and I have a great pleasure of being here with Camila Yusuf. Camila, I would love to start with your accolades and introductions, but how about you tell my listeners who you are? Okay, well, I'm Camila. I'm, I go to school at uh, Sciences Po, which is a international relations political science school in Paris. And uh, yeah, I'm doing my master's in human rights and humanitarian action. Did y'all um, hear that? Human rights and humanitarian <laughs> action. Camila is walking the walk that we all we, we all talk, really. Yeah. Uh, so how did you come to, why did you decide on studying that? Is that what you did in undergrad? Yeah, so um, in my undergrad, I did international relations, just generally. Um, and I'm just really interested in, I guess, politics and um social justice and human rights issues since I was a kid, honestly. And okay. uh, so I decided to get into that track of human rights. Right. Were so. there any significant events or any significant events that have motivated your study, things that have inspired you, I guess, of recent? Well, like, when I was, when I was 12, was I 12 or 13? I was really young, and um, I had... We had this uh, we had this wetland behind our, our little public school, okay. and I and a few other people from the green team we decided to like mobilize and make sure that the wetland is not being renovated over or like destroyed. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, and we ended up <laughs> saving it. So I think yep. that was one of the things that so like you've been about this started from the jump, like <laughs> since you were twelve. That's very impressive. Yeah, I've been I've been about it, but yeah, and my mom is also um, a social worker, so Whoa. I've just gotten a lot of you know that kind of uh, <laughs> vibes, I guess. Okay, so I'm gonna ask a question everybody in school hates to be asked, but when you graduate, what do you plan to do afterwards? <laughs> no, I, um, I I think I'm still thinking about it. I think okay. I definitely want to work. Um, with gender e- equality, I want. I'm thinking about journalism. I'm okay. thinking about, um, you know, continuing on the track of human rights and okay. things like that, um, especially in conflict and disaster zones. So, a little bit of everything right now, but okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. Um, well, you also happen to help run a magazine. Yes. And that's how we actually met. You reached out to me for an interview, and I was like, yo, I got to interview you right back, because it was a trap. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, tell us about that. It's called La Grande Afrique, if I pronounce that correctly. I yes, think. no, I that's... All right, hey. <laughs> I can't speak French, so okay. you're probably... It's fine. Okay, um, yeah, it's called La Grande Afrique, and um, it's an online publication where we just give voice to youth who want to speak about Africa. Um, we want to basically have a platform on African news, African cultures, okay. our economies, our you know the young African entrepreneurs that are mm-hmm. doing amazing things right now. Awesome. Um, so we're just trying to give voice to the to the parts of Africa that people don't usually see, That's and um, kind of like challenge the the norms. Okay. Things like that. Awesome. So, what type of things have you written on as of late? So, as of late, we've had um, some people. Well, right now we're having um, a dossier, which is like um, 
I guess like a a folder, a folder. <laughs> or like okay. a, right. a specific theme of articles coming out and we're focusing on migration. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're having people write specifically about um, migration in and out of Africa, um, mm. refugee news, like, you know, things like that. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. I think we're, we're going to try and get more, yeah, positive, uh, stories out there on, okay. on our site. Um, we've written about um, African entrepreneurs, like, um, ooh, I cannot remember his name, but, wow, <laughs> oh, wow. <That's>, wow. <laughs> that is okay. We'll, 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 we'll reference your website and make sure that people can get to that to check yeah. it out themselves. Yes, you can, guys, you can check it out yourselves. It's www.com. La Grande Afrique, which is L A G R A N D E A F R I Q U E. All right. Dot. Dot com. Dot com. All right. There we go. Um, I believe. Okay. Yes. My, I think my listeners would be more than interested. And you guys also have some social media, if I'm uh, not yeah. mistaken. We're also La Grande Afrique on Facebook. So if you want to check us out, like us on Facebook too. That'd okay. be great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So. Um, you happen to have mentioned last week that you uh, take classes that reflect in some ways on African issues and African situations. I, I'd like to, I'm interested in finding out how um, our stories are told. Are they told by African people often? Are they told by other people that are not African? You look, you're, she's, she's not, she has a disappointed look for my listeners right now. She's disappointed. So tell us about that. What is going on? Let's unpack that. Why, why do you seem disappointed? Yes. Um, as of, as of what I've seen in France and like being a student in France and looking for these African stories that I only know so much of, um, you will be a little bit disappointed because you won't find many, uh, African professors <laughs> teaching these stories right okay. and when you do have people who aren't of african descent teaching these stories or teaching our history it's often like it's from a european perspective so it's it's always going to be from like this eurocentric perspective and okay. it always paints africa as like this passive actor mm. which i guess i can't say all the time, you know, maybe there might be a European professor that teaches it correctly, right? Correctly. Um, but in my experience, I don't think, you know, I have yet. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's often very, just like Africa is very, there's a lot of conflict and, you know, it seems like all we ever want to talk about is Boko Haram or like, Um, things like that and you never see like actually getting to know the people who live on the continent or actually giving them a voice that's that is fair and speaking of stories um so in the in the states where i am oftentimes there's a bubble right you know it's either about president donald trump or you know congress or this that and that and the next so it's it's rarely ever you know, African stories are rarely ever told except when it suddenly comes to immigration. Is that a similar case in France? Um, 
I am not too sure if I can say that. I can say in my kind of school bubble, like in my little bubble of bubble. political science school, I guess. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that mostly it's just those kinds of topics um, on Africa. Um that is perfectly fine that is perfectly fine um quick random aside how your school's in paris right yes okay how far are you where are you from like where emmanuel macron lives <laughs> it's oh man how far how many like how um, often do you get to see him does he like roll by every week or something he, like that does am he i come, like does he yeah no. are y'all cool because like, yeah we're so tight we're so to, tight you need to smack him you need to smack him. <laughs> that is an unserious man um he's always i i guess for a for me he reflects a level of insensitivity at times to um kind of african situations and i think it was a couple of months ago where he was talking about how i think he pretty much just said african people need to stop having sex something absurd like that um, it was talking about, you know, have, having large count families and things like that. Um, is, do you, would you think that that's kind of the general case in France? Are people, um, you know, are we, are we in stereotypes, even though that, even though there seem to be a lot of you think so? Like what, for example, what are the, um, for example, well, the thing, the thing is like, I'm not too sure why this is the case, but France kind of, just like every other country, they kind of see America and their, like, racial problems as, like, oh, like, that's them, that's happening to them, that, that would never happen here. Right. But then when you go to France, like, most of the experiences I've had here, or... Say it, uh, say I've it. probably had... <laughs> There's probably no fear had, on this podcast, you say what you need to say. This is a safe space. I probably... Well, what I'm trying to say is that I probably had more, like racist experiences happen to me in france than i have in canada okay. um but everybody's so nice in canada <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get oh uh, uh. that's what i hear yeah so yeah it, there is that like stereotyping of of african people or people of african descent okay a hundred percent in france like you can definitely see it with like the reporter um that Ask Chimamanda if there are bookstores in Nigeria. You know? <laughs> she would have caught that fade. Oh my god! Like what? Yeah. Mm. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, that one that got me emotional for a second. Please continue. Yeah, just to refresh your memory on <laughs> yes, that. I yeah. Forgot that um, so there are those sentiments, and I do think that's also reflective of the education system here too. Oh shit! If you're going to, if you're going to teach African history, you can't be saying, you know, outlandish things or, you know, things that might generalize the continent. Yeah. And leave a bad impression on students. Like, um, I see my mom does response reflected that as well. She was like, that reflects more. I was like, yo, Chimamanda with the shade. Like, I was so happy. (laughs) That made me, that made me so joyful. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm just trying to get an understanding of the general state of because in America, what would often happen is that they have their stereotypes, but they're also they're also fairly well aware that they don't know anything either. So it's 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 almost one of those things that um, there's a there's I mean there's you know you meet some people that are proudly ignorant, 
Um, mm-hmm. Let it be some yeah. people that have a little bit more humility about their ignorance. Uh, yeah. But I do, at the same time, I do see a lot of, um, like, you know, African pride here too. Really? You know, there's a large, there's a large population of, of, of African people in Paris. You know, there, that we have, there's like a little neighborhood, um, full of markets and things like that. It's, I do see a lot of pride. There are tons of events with like Afro, t- tiny Afro markets that pop up during the summer and things okay. like that. Like, so I, I do see that there are there are its ups, but then the way that France portrays or perceives Africa is yes. inappropriate. Inappropriate. Okay. So in my in my in my personal in, opinion, in your, in your <laughs> this is my opinion. This, everything you say is your um, perspective. So um, now you had you've had the unique opportunity of being black and African in two different places. Um, you were, you kind of said it a little bit on it earlier, but if you were to give me like a hot two or three differences between black and African in Canada and being black and African in, um, France. And is there a difference? Is there a delineation between being black and African as there sometimes is in other places? Um, please speak on that. Um, yeah, I think it's a little different for me because I don't speak French, mm-hmm. so it might be... Uh, a different perspective or experience for other people. Um, and you're from Quebec in Canada? That's kind of crazy. Oh, God, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm from Toronto. <laughs> okay, you're from Toronto. That's where, um, that's where, what's his name? Drake. Drake is from the Sengi yes. guy. Yeah, there we go. Yes, Drake. the Six. You seem so proud of that. What do you know you about know? that? I, I, I do know running through the Six with, with woes. Oh, boy. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> you said that. I felt that in my spirit. I was like, oh, yeah. this sixth place, I have to go sometime. Um, but yes, please. But yeah, um, I think, yeah, like I said a little bit before, it's, it's different um, in the sense that... Um, in Canada, I'm, ooh, how can I explain this? Say it with your chest. (laughs) (laughs) With my chest. Um, so I, I did it. Okay. We talked about this earlier. Um, in France, like I've probably experienced most of the racism in my life. Um, and it's only been a few months. Um, wow. (laughs) What is the worst thing you would say you've experienced? If you don't mind sharing the um, the worst thing I've experienced, I think, was when I went for a dinner with my old landlord okay. and her boyfriend. And, uh, yeah, he was making a lot of very inappropriate comments about me and my, uh, my hair and um, about other people, <laughs> Asians in specific oh and God. black it was just it was a lot a lot and I had to eat and sit there and eat and mm. be polite how would you suggest people react to that do you feel like your reaction was ideal um, uh, yeah I think about that a lot actually I do think that I should have done more or like screamed or pulled someone's hair or something okay um, <laughs> but um I don't think I know how to navigate in these in these spaces yet, especially since I don't speak French. I'm not too sure about 
how I need to, how to fit in, in this French culture and, okay. you know, overcome those kinds of things properly. Yeah. Like if this happened in Canada, I'd know what I'd do. So what would you Cause do? Cause I, like, I know these people. <laughs> okay. So what would you do if that happened in Canada? If you don't mind me asking. Um, well, like a lot of talking, if it doesn't go well, a okay. lot of yelling. Oh, okay. Um, That's fair. Talk, yell, continue. But yeah. I like to talk my way out of things. After yelling, you start I'm yelling. not strong enough to hit people. So. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that is good. That is, don't hit me. <laughs> Hitting people is not, is not nice. Um, that's fair enough. Okay. And let's, let's now, I'm kind of, I think I'm weaving a very interesting interview here, I think. But, um, next up, I think we should talk about kind of what you do with La Grande Afrique because you've hmm. spoken about what type of stories you're telling um, and oftentimes I think perhaps one of the biggest uh, tragedies of being African is the fact that we don't have a lot of records of ourselves we don't have a lot of our stories out there um, and our stories are often more often told by other people than they are told by us um, you're attempting to tell our stories. You are telling our stories. Um, I like to believe I'm doing the same. How do we tell our stories better? Yeah, um, I I think it's really tough because you know we don't have that like final push to get our things mainstream enough, like our voices mainstream. Hmm. Um, so I do think for us to tell our stories better, we have to be a little bit louder. Like we yes. have to take up more space. Okay. I think even though you know, we we are. I think we're very visible right now. I oh. think... Drake, he's stealing our accents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. That's fine. Yeah. Please continue. But yeah, I, I do think, you know, we need to be a little bit louder um, and force ourselves to be to be seen. Like, force force ourselves to be, um, to be mainstream. And also, I think there needs to be a lot... No, there already is a lot of togetherness, a lot of community... Okay. So there needs to be more uplifting each other, which is what you're doing, which Me? is what, oh, like, <laughs> which is what you're doing. Yeah. hundred percent. You're doing it. You know, La Grande Afrique is trying to, um, by, you know, getting people to write articles about, about Africa and getting, yeah. you know, African voices heard and our entrepreneurs seen, you know, so okay. I do think, you know, togetherness, you know, community and just being louder in general, just, louder all right so i'd like to ask a few kind of i wouldn't say rapid fire questions but like i'm gonna say a name and you're gonna tell me like the first the first sentence or the first impression that comes to your mind okay this oh, is gonna okay. be very rapid fire okay okay <clears throat> let's get it popping <laughs> you ready all you right ready? i'm ready okay. okay let's start um emmanuel macron uh disappointing <laughs> disappointing okay all right uh donald trump Wow, why did Cheeto just Cheeto is the first thing that came to my mind. Cheeto was the Cheeto. first thing that came to your mind. Cheeto, okay, mm. that's fine. Hey, it's your mind. I don't get to decide on that, but Cheeto, um, that's fine. Some people are, okay. Um, let's, all right, next up, uh, Drake. <laughs> Come on now. Um, yeah, I was going to say Six God. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like, is this guy really a deity in 
Toronto like that? Is that really, is that, is it really that deep out there? You know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm just from that area. Like okay. I don't, I, I'm not a hundred percent Drake fan, but you know, his, his music is good. His music, <laughs> his music is, is good. Okay. It's great. Okay. It's an icon. Sure. Sure. Um, Whiskey. <laughs> Come on. Wizkid. Oh, lovely. Look. What was that reaction? <laughs> I recently saw a music video of Wizkid singing. Okay. Um, I think it was one of Bob Marley's songs, and oh, I just is that good? love. Snap, you might have to send me a link after this. Um, yes. I have not seen that. Um, okay, Sudan. Sudan. Yes. Um... I started you off easy, but now here we You go. really did. You really did. Um, I was going to say potential. potential. Um, yeah. Okay. South yeah. Sudan. Hit you with the curveball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. South Sudan. I was going to say... Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like it. Um, some so, of the, yeah, yeah, beautiful. No, no, say what you need to say. Say what you don't. No, I was just going to say some of the like most beautiful people I've seen are, are South Sudanese. Okay. Um, Syria. Syria. Um, You're the one that's in humanitarianism, so. I know. Syria. I'm going to say ignored. 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 Oof, that's a deep one. Yeah, right. people not paying attention to Syria anymore. Okay, let's let's dig into that a little bit. Um, I know this is an African podcast, and this question is going to be general in that sense. Um, if you were to decide on a set of things that would help us be better with building relationships as opposed to destroying each other, sometimes as often happens. Not, I wouldn't say often, but it does happen um, at a frequency that's probably not unusual. On the African continent, with con inter internal conflicts, tribalism, a lot of things like that. Um, how, what what approaches would you say that our next generation should take towards making sure we are focusing on uplifting each other as opposed to yeah. tearing each other down? I yeah, a hundred percent. I think um, definitely education, fixing fixing the institutions that are already just either weak or just broken um who are not working i but i do truly i think i believe in education being first and foremost like even though we are you know the generation that has the potential to do everything we also need to well not everything but we have they this keep potential that. right you right. know um well we do we do i you think do? i like your optimism <laughs> I'm, I'm very optimistic okay. but we have even though we have that potential we need to make sure we're you know continuing to plant the seeds for the future generations, you know, even if we can't deliver, you know, we've got, we've got the younger generations. <laughs> okay. Um, back to rapid fire, global warming. Hey. Global warming? Yes. Is it a hoax by the Chinese? <laughs> no. Is it? Not at all. Not, okay. Awesome. Um, but your thoughts? Global warming. Yeah, I would also say pretty, this is pretty avoidable. <laughs> yeah, avoidable. 
Okay. Awesome. Um, well, I'm actually nearing my end, so I have two final questions. These are my okay. my two. These are my two classic questions. If I were to become okay. a famous interviewer, this would be like the the set of questions people know me for. Um, the final two questions are with, with regards to the continent, um, the countries within that continent, the communities within our continent, the people within those communities. Um, what are you optimistic about, and what are you afraid of what 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 do you think are our biggest risks and mm -hmm. you can answer them in whatever order you decide i'll start with the negative first <laughs> everybody does that for some reason people like to end on an optimist on an optimistic note of course um yeah i think i'm i'm most afraid of us repeating the same mistakes as our um our parents as our generation. as our parents you know yeah as our Shots as the older generations parents. Parents saying shit. Camila's over there. <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, everybody's um, parents, everybody yeah. else's parents saying shit. Good. Continue. Exactly. I just, I'm, I'm worried that we're going to repeat the same mistakes. Um, I'm worried that wealth is gonna still be put in the hands of people who don't deserve it, and. It's not gonna go down to the people who really need it. Um, I do. I'm also very afraid that the vulnerable people, women, sexual minorities, everything, they will um, still be in this like cycle of of institutional violence. I'm I'm worried about those things. Um, but <laughs> I'm optimistic about. Um, these entrepreneurs that are doing great things, like um, okay. always finding new African youth entrepreneurs who are like killing it and doing amazing things. You like you, with your like podcast. Me, don't, don't start with me. Now you have me feel, oh my God. Okay. All right. That made me <laughs> yeah. feel really good. Thank you. Yeah, That's no, revel in it. You're doing an amazing thing and, you know, keep on doing it. Like it's going to be amazing. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Anything else that I'm optimistic about? I think, yeah, it's good. Awesome. Well, thank you. So also, much. our music is also yo. Only better. Yeah, if Drake would stop stealing that shit. Um, uh, yeah, I said it. I said it. I, mm -hmm. I'm at, well, where can we find you, Camila? You can find me on Twitter or. Um, Really, just through La Grande Afrique. I'm, okay. I'm all up in that. What's your Twitter at? My Twitter is Chemisaurus Rex. Don't judge me. <laughs> That's why I asked you to say it out loud. Keeping it. Okay. Chemisaurus Rex. Rex. Do you want to spell that out loud just so, so nobody makes any mistakes? I think that's important. Yeah, sure. Okay. K A M I S A U R U S. Rex, R-E-X. Awesome. Well, thank you so very much for coming on today. Um, Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, and yeah, actually, guys, this has been Akin with Pod Save Africa with Camila. It's been a play with La Grande Freak. Please check out her website. Um, follow her and us on Twitter. Um, hit us up if you're, you thought anything she said today was wild and unacceptable. <laughs> 
and you want to boycott her. Her yeah, just well, pretty much everything I said today. Yeah, just yes, just yes, throw yes, me out. Okay, so thank you so very much, and uh, have a good one, guys.